Old Man Winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. Oh, <laughs> heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, Old Man Winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1,500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Yo, Trey. Kevin, what's up, man? You know, I've been thinking, what would have happened if the NBA never vetoes the Chris Paul trade to the Lakers and we get CP3 in the same backcourt as Kobe in L.A.? Well, you get a very happy Jack Nicholson, for sure. And the Lakers probably win a bunch more championships. CP3 finally gets a ring or two or three. And the Kardashian empire is forever altered. What did you just say? Hey, everybody, I'm Trey Wingo. And I'm Kevin Frazier, and we're teaming up on a new weekly sports podcast from Wondery Alternate Routes. As former sports center anchors and current sports obsessives we're consumed by all the what if questions that make being a sports fan so excruciatingly fun if you're like us then you also live and die on the fallout from every drop pass or play call each week on alternate routes we'll take a flashpoint in sports break down what actually happened then explore every alternate scenario and the ripple effects it would have caused follow alternate routes on the wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts you can listen early and ad free right now by joining wondery plus and now, the moment you've all been waiting for. You're tuned in to Tapped Out. Hosted by Brendan Tobin and Sean Levine. Only on the BetQL Network. Good Saturday evening, wherever you're checking us out on the BetQL Network. We're on our way to the main event, UFC Fight Night. Friend of the show, Marlon Tito Vera. Right now, you can get underdog money, plus 135. Taking on Corey Sandhagen, he of the flying knee. At minus 165, Brendan Tobin, Sports Machine, Sean Levine. And right now, let's welcome on Alex B. Hewnan from MMA Mania. And Alex, we were just actually talking about last Saturday night's fight. Usman goes down to Leon Edwards again. Two-parter. One, did they get it right in your eyes? And two, how long does Leon have the belt? Because it feels like there's a lot of guys coming after him right away. Yeah, so uh, I had that that fight scored. Um, I thought Leon won four of the five rounds. It, if if they had scored it a draw, I would have I would not have cried cried wolf. Um, it was it was totally fine with me, man. Uh, as for how long is he gonna hold that belt, um, man? I, I think he beats a lot of people in that division. It's just like the like the new like the new breed like Shavkat Rachmanov I think that guy is going to be champion as soon as he challenges for the belt but I think he beats I think he I mean Colby Covington is pro is, is is a very tough matchup for him and I would not be surprised if he is the champion when they fight but I don't know man uh Leon really really surprised me surprised a lot of people and I think when he said um, after UFC 278, that the elevation really played a part in um, in his performance. I think he wasn't lying, man, because 
he looked phenomenal last weekend. He did for sure. Uh, but Alex, what do you make of them going with the decision, you know, of Colby Covington's number one contender? You know, Dan always says, oh, I don't make fights, you know, the night uh, after a championship. And then all of a sudden we're just like, hey, Colby's the number one contender. I get it. He was Colby's the back of fighter. This is home but, boy. Yeah, but nobody seems happy about this. I mean, like, you know, Leon's very clearly wants to get the Mosfidal fight. I mean, he's rooting like hell for Mosfidal in a couple weeks in Miami. Um, so you have that possibility of a high draw fight. Gilbert obviously having, you know, an argument. Bilal Muhammad sitting here raising his hand. So what do you make of the decision just to slide Colby right in there, kind of just sitting on the sidelines and getting a title shot? Are you cool with that, or would you like them to go in another direction? Um, <clears throat> I have a lot of thoughts on this, actually, man. Uh, so I think in a perfect world, honestly, like I would have went um, if – Mazadal beats Burns Burns um, on April eighth. I would give Mazadal the the, the the top shot only because of the storyline between Edwards and Mazadal. Uh, I would love to see Leon get his revenge for the three piece in a soda, you know, uh, altercation. But I mean, Blaw is I mean he is pretty deserving. But I think people are crying too much because I mean like. Do we for like did we forget that Tony Ferguson went on went on like a ten fight win streak before he got right. a title shot? So like the UFC is notorious for not giving people who deserve title shots title shots, man. Like it it's unfortunately it is the biggest fight promotion in the world, but it's also a entertainment business. And there's no doubt that Cody Cunnington is way more entertaining outside of the octagon, maybe even inside them, than than Bilal Muhammad. Um, so, I mean, I don't know, man. I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm okay with it. I'm, I'm okay with it. Even though I would, if Jorge wins next, uh, in two weeks, I, I would give it to him, but to answer your question, I'm okay with the Colby Covington title shot, whatever. I, guess, I think the thing I just found weird about it is to a guy who's usually pretty calculated about, hey, I got the next idea. He had the next idea when it seems like you said there is a much more lucrative fight that could occur in two weeks. Now, I get it. Colby's got the win over Jorge. So at that point, he could definitely raise his hand and say, well, I, you know, shut out Jorge Masvidal. I get you. But it's just, it was, it was such a strange one to me because it's not like, I don't feel like Colby Cummings is a guaranteed monster pay-per-view for anybody especially with leon they don't have a lot of personal heat no but he could fight george again like the way that you're setting it up ultimately if you think about it right like if colby was to win that fight and if george was to win his fight i don't know if legally like what's going on exactly there alex but it feels like that would be the dream matchup if they could not not, not that that's the best matchup or the most deserving but that's the one the ufc would love to have their eyeballs on i want your thoughts though what if leon does get into octagon with masvidal because that guy down there, Brendan Tobin in Miami, that's joining us. I mean, he's the biggest Mazadal honk you're ever going to meet, so you can't get any real thoughts on him. Here's what I think. Mazadal would get his ass kicked by Leon. He'd get knocked out. What do you think? Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm kind of there with you, man. Uh, Leon, I, I don't know what to think of George right now, man. Uh, he's obviously in a slump, but he's lost to Usman twice. He lost to Covington. You know what I'm saying? Like, those are his last three losses. I mean, those aren't bad. Those aren't bad losses to have, in, in my opinion. Um, but 
to answer your question, yeah, I, I think Leon probably beats beats Mazarol's ass and um, gets that revenge for the three-piece Minnesota. Probably, he'll probably serve up a say like a five-piece in a nugget or something. I don't, I don't know. <laughs> Not bad. We'll take it. I I think also <laughs> the thing that's the big if here, and the person who has the biggest. Uh, say in all of this right now is Gilbert Burns because once again it feels like he's going into a a, a big time matchup and he's like you know he, first of all he's an, a pretty big favorite on the odds but you know he could also put him himself right back in the mix this matchup between Burns and Masvidal coming up does Masvidal even get past Gilbert man uh that I don't think so I I I, I think Gilbert probably beats Jorge Masvidal. Although, man, the, like, <laughs> I said after the Colby Covington fight that I would never believe Jorge Masvidal's pre-fight antics. Like, because he sold me. He sold me. He sold me that he could beat Colby Covington. And I bought it. I, I was all in. And then he went out there and just had a horrible performance. So now him saying that, you know, he's taking the time. He's got – he's – He's back in, like his, his mind's right. And now he's saying he's going to beat Gilbert Burns. I'm like, man, I've heard this before. I've heard this before. But I think Gilbert Burns is just on a whole nother level right now. And I think he probably probably goes out and probably submits Jorge Masvidal. Having a lot of fun chopping it up with uh, Alex here. Alex B. Hewnan from MMA Mania joining us here, tapped out on the BetQL Network. So I saw the odds for the rematch between uh, Michelle uh, Perea and obviously the style bender. And I thought, well, I think I know what these are going to look like before they come out. Right. Like anytime one guy dominates another dude, not once, not twice, but three times. And I say dominate, knocked out, whatever you want to call it, different sports, whatever. And then I see that Izzy still favored in this fight. It just it just kind of blows my mind. Were you surprised to see that line come out like that? Not really, not really. Just because really? of the fact that Israel, Israel, Israel Adesanya was was winning that fight until he wasn't right. And you know, people always say like, "Well, yeah, he still lost, right?" And yeah, he's lost to Alex three times, but in those three losses, he was beating Alex Pereira until he until he didn't, right? So, <clears throat> you know, you can kind of plug and plug and pull in in that and <clears throat> with, with the analysis, <clears throat> but um. I just think that I, I don't know. It's it's like does, is is this matchup just does Alex have Izzy's number right? Like that's what we're gonna figure out in two weeks. Like do, do, is this is this one of those matchups where the other guy just has his number no matter what? We've seen it throughout history. Um, but I I don't and I and I don't know the answer to that, man. I I would think Israel gets his belt back, but Alex Perry is a scary, scary, scary dude. And um, who knows how much more confidence he has, how much he learned from that third fight between them, how much he's downloaded Izzy. Like it's, it's a very interesting fight, man. And, uh, but as of, as of right now, as of four four thirty my time, I, I'm picking Izzy, Israel as a to win. Uh, bring it into tonight, Alex. We got a uh, a great main event between Corey Sanhagen 
and Cheeto Vera. This division is stacked. Uh, what are your thoughts on tonight? I mean, the ways it could go, what the ramifications should be. Uh, you know, what, what, just give me give me your your best stuff on tonight's matchup. Man, it, it, it's 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 definitely the best part of the night. It's very intriguing. I love the bantamweight division. I think it's the best division in all of mixed martial arts. Um, I think what it comes down to is kind of, I think the storyline is just, you know, Chio starts late. He, he's 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 a notorious uh, slow starter, and Corey gets going, man. So. And Corey's never really been finished by punches. He's only been finished by the champion Algernon Sterling, right? So does 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 Marlon Cheeto Vera have enough power to knock out Corey Sanhagen? That's that's the question that I that I that I you know that we all want to know. Because I don't know if he'll be able to beat Corey Sanhagen on the cards. I don't know if he like I don't know if he, if, he, if he's able to beat uh, to win a decision tonight. So man, it's it's just it's so fascinating, and it, it's a big fight for for both of them because the winner of this fight could easily be the number one contender, or easily get that money fight with Sean O'Malley. Um, man, and who wouldn't want to see Cheeto versus O'Malley too? I mean, that's that's a fight that every MMA fan would is dying to see. Corey Sanhagen versus Sean O'Malley? Are you kidding me? Like that is just a just a phenomenal matchup. Um, so. I, I've been kind of flip flopping all week, but I still think Corey Sanhagen wins wins unanimous decision. Maybe, maybe even a split decision. So then, Alex, not knowing because I love this division too, so it's fun to play this game. Not knowing who's going to fight for the belt next, or if Cheeto's going to fight O'Malley again, or if they're going to fight for the belt, or if Triple C's going to win it and then retire. And we have no idea what's going to happen with it. We don't even like Marab. And oh, by the way, Aljo's still the champion. Like this, it's just crazy. If I gave you a free million dollars and I said you can either say that you can put the, put it down on O'Malley is going to be the champion one day or he's not going to be the champion, what are you going to put your money on? Not my money. It's Brendan's. I don't have that kind of money. I'm, I'm taking Brendan's money and I'm putting a million dollars on Sean O'Malley that, that, that he will be a UFC champion. Do you think it's soon? Do you think it's next? Like, do you think it's just in, inevitable? I think it is inevitable, um, and I think, yeah, I, 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 I do like. I, I think, I think Aljamain Sterling. I think I'm, I'm picking him to beat Henry Cejudo, and if he beats Henry Cejudo, I think he's going to go up to featherweight. So then that's going to leave the title vacant, and then winner of tonight. Sean O'Malley for the vacant title, maybe in an international fight week, um, maybe a, a little bit later in the year. Uh, I mean, could could you imagine Cheeto versus O'Malley too for the in for the in, uh, for the vacant bantamweight title? Like that's just take take my goddamn money, uh, <laughs> you know? <laughs> <laughs> hey, uh, Alex says we're doing this on the broadcast. I'm not sure if you have it on the corner of your eye or not, but they just announced that uh, Donald Cowboy Cerrone is going to go into the Hall of Fame. Uh, so he's going to be part of this uh, this stacked class. So I say a pretty cool moment. They bring his kids there, all out there to surprise him. Uh, Goosey's inducing. Uh, I say Donald Cowboy Cerrone. What are the the things that come to mind in a, in a now Hall of Fame career? 
Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. This episode is brought to you by Pepsi Wild Cherry. Pepsi Wild Cherry is bursting with delicious cherry flavor and a sweet, crisp taste that gives you more to go wild for. Getting wild may look different these days, but whether it's opting for a solo Friday binge watch or a big night out, everyone can indulge in their wild side with Pepsi Wild Cherry, also available in Zero Sugar. So grab a Pepsi Wild Cherry and get wild. Anywhere, anytime, any place, man. Uh, he was a he was a UFC soldier, must watch television. Um, first ballot Hall of Famer. Uh, he was somebody that uh, I watched every single time he fought. Um, I watched him come up through the WEC into the UFC. Um, you know, he never won a title, but in this sport you don't need to win a title to become a legend, man. Like that, that guy's a legend to me. And I'm, 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 I'm so glad he's, he, I'm so glad he's going to the UFC because he deserves it, man. He's a first ballot hall of famer in my eyes. And um, yeah, man, it's, he's, he's awesome. We got to do this again sometime, man. Alex B. Hewnan from MMA mania. Great stuff, man. Appreciate your insight. Let's do it again soon, man. We had a lot of fun with you. Anytime you need me, I'm I'm here. Thank you for having me, man. I, I I really appreciate it. BT, now that you asked me, but my answer would be all of his accolades. Like he's top five in wins. He's top five in fights. He's top five in finishes. He's number one, at least at the time. I believe now he's number two when it comes to bonuses. Um, he's got the most head kick finishes. Like Donald, and that's that's just in the UFC, right? And Alex was talking about what he did before. Yeah, he wasn't a champion at the highest level. He fought for the belt a couple of times, but he was that dude. I mean, he was, I would say, as popular as any champion at the time for like a five or six year period. Yeah, definitely. And that's why I think the thing that I always want people to remember is like, you know, don't throw dirt on these guys' career because it ends poorly. Like Donald Cerrone was... He wants about gangsters, like as Alex said, would take fights on short notice, no matter what, to save cards boost a card whatever and yeah maybe not the ever won the ufc title but he was the ultimate ufc's people's champ it did end poorly though i mean one in six in your last seven wins. Wins. Wait, wait, i just point that out wait i just i'm just saying congratulations to donald Cerrone. coming up next more fight talk you're locked into the bet ql network <laughs> 